Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No. Beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I threw it up. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's that time. Right now is the best time to get your car ready for the wet weather. 150 bucks with AutoWorks Detailing will get you a wash, clay bar, and wax, plus bonus windshield protection. Nice. I honestly think that is a very good deal. Yeah, that's great. You should call Kevin or DM him on Instagram, AutoWorks with a W-E-R-K-S. Um, hit him up. He'll come around. I think Bay Area and and then some. And uh, he does great work for all of our buddies. So Yeah, and it's a great, like you said, it's getting your car ready for winter. So when it gets all dirty and rain and all that stuff, it's easy to clean. You know, having a nicely waxed, newly clean car will keep it clean, basically. And Kevin uh, just, Unlike uh, my GTI, which Kevin needs to come hit up. Jesus, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just had the E-Class done, and uh, I can safely say water on it. You drive away, all of it just pours off of it instead of, you know, pooling up. Yeah. leaving you know water spots that's art's nemesis yeah that makes me cry if you were a, a hero your v- villain would be water spot totally and oh you'd just be kind of like a weird soggy guy i would be no your villain Jeez, i don't know what's <laughs> happening right now but did you guys see the car that kevin did that won what am i saying right now coastal range rally coastal uh, range rally r- raffle gave away a raffle yeah we had a raffle winner it wasn't even a raffle though can i just take over <laughs> go for it you tell me <laughs> um our our buddy uh bargain boxster yeah david graham and his son won the raffle for kevin to detail the boxster and uh it was documented on instagram and it looked amazing yeah, so. so we should mention that the car was vandalized pretty heavily. So uh, some keyed dipshit, and... yeah, it keyed it heavily, like like sat there for thirty minutes. Like I mean, the whole hood and hard top hard and top, everything, like all over the car, like scratches, like drew figure eights and maybe like a, a communist manifesto on it. And uh, <laughs> and Kevin actually managed to get that shit out. I I thought it was way beyond the clear coat, but he did his magic. I don't know what yeah. he did. He said he got like ninety percent, but from the pictures, you can't see it, it at all. It looks really good. Yeah. He's so auto works detailing on the Instagrams hit up Kevin 150 bucks. It's a great deal. We like him. You'll like him. Yep. Autoworksdetailing.com. All right. Now I guess we can podcast. Uh, welcome to driving. Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. And I'm Courtney. <laughs> Hi, Courtney. Hi. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. Um, this is a Thursday edition. And of course we'll get into more of Courtney's story on Sunday, but maybe for the listeners right now, you could give us your, you know, intro, what you're all about, um, what brings you to uh, Driving Well Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, first of all, thank you for having me here. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Um, I guess simply, I'm an automotive photojournalist and creative photographer, and I focus mostly on classic cars with the occasional modern slash newish car. Um, and it's, it's pretty much it. I work for whoever hires me and cool. do my own thing. So real quick, uh, you said mostly classic cars. Where do you draw the line? Is there a line for you? Like 75 or do you go into the... She 80s? just says she does new stuff. <laughs> what is new stuff? New stuff um, is, is 2010 and beyond, right? Yeah. Someone with a brand new GT2 calls you. Are you going to say, you know what? I'm not really interested i mostly will never turn down a client who wants photos of their car that's unless it's truly a piece of shit car like i'm not gonna say no but i kind of start losing interest in the bulk of cars as soon as it gets to the 90s which i'm probably on the wrong podcast no 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 no, no, Um, we we draw the line at the 90s too i think (laughs) okay um like there's there's cars kind of peppered in the 90s that i really love like fds and supras and stuff like that um but like 80s is kind of where i start to draw the line i guess cool. um i do a lot of 80s bmws so yeah i like those yeah um cool well we'll get more into that on sunday but for now would you be interested in answering some questions sure all right let's do it <laughs> <laughs> um is it ben roger 
Well, Ro- Roach. Ro- Roachman. Oh, God. <laughs> Roachman, right? Oh, Which ben. one? Roget. Oh, oh Roget. Yeah. He's with Con, right? Yeah, he's with Con Media. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he says, can't wait to have her shoot our APR RS3 LMS at Laguna Seca this Sunday. Yeah. What's that all about? Um, are he... you doing like a race, uh, race shoot with them? Are they actually driving or just parking it? So it's a private track day. And it's originally, I, we got the dates mixed up, but it is Sunday. And basically Ben emailed me asking what my availability was and if I would want to shoot the Audi when they had it at Laguna Seca on Sunday. And so, uh, essentially what we're going to do is I'm just going to kind of document their presence at the event. There's going to be a bunch of different people there, but document them, document the car. And then I think we're doing some on-track shooting too. Cool. So it be fun. Nice. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. The old private track day. I like it. Yep. For that car specifically? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. sweet. So that is, okay, so you said APR. We know that's a tuner. Mm-hmm. Uh, RS3. 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 So, uh, and LMS, huh? Is that like it's the race? It's a super rad looking car. Is I don't know if you they can They don't have look any it pictures on right it. Now, but it's, yeah. it's gorgeous. Hmm. Okay, cool. And I assume it's for sale or... Or they just want to... I no, because they're, they're a media company, so it's just for APR. Got it. Oh, yeah, for, I think they're, they're just they're showing like, it off yeah. a little bit. For APR, got it. Remember, you know, Ben was doing the roof stuff yep. and all that. Totally. Yeah. Um, Kyle JF90 says, what car would make the best jack-o'-lantern? <laughs> well, the picture we posted... <laughs> My is, car. <laughs> is, yeah. Um, how about a... a Ooh, I got one. Oh, go for it. Geo Metro. <laughs> Geo Metro. It's a perfect little That's pumpkin true. thing. Hmm. How about a BMW Isetta? That's pretty good. Ooh, I think a Mini Cooper, that? original Mini Cooper. Big grill. Uh, that's not bad. You can put the teeth in there. Mm-hmm. You made a Miata thing. You remember yeah. we we tried to do that with your M3. Art had oh. the headlights <laughs> out of his M3 by chance. And we said, put some candles in the headlights and it'll be really cool. It'll look like a jack-o'-lantern. It was the dumbest <laughs> looking thing. It looked <laughs> evil. It looked pretty evil. It looked yeah. scary. You need more light. Or spooky, as they say. Spooky. Yeah. That's exactly. what the kids say these what days. You got? You got, what, what's a good jack-o'-lantern car? I go with the Isetta. It's I already kind of got like the cartoon eyes. Yeah. Isn't it too cute though? I guess uh, Geometro's. Oh, you you could cover scary? up those headlights. Yeah. You could tape little triangles exactly. over them and just put them out. Yep. Yeah, you could put the little the little oh, uh, the yes, green. The handle. handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it is kind of just a little square rather than a, a or it is like almost circular too. Huh? It's it's like a blob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Works. Smart car. I just don't like smart cars. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, <laughs> David Peartree says... A few episodes ago, there was mention of Litwood for the era after Radwood. Has this idea crossed your mind since, or is it just an apparition? That's not. That's not real. And we wouldn't call it Litwood either. Yeah, that was a thing that was. It was. Uh, it was mentioned on Jalopnik as a joke. Um, I think you know. In the long run, we're going to start incorporating like some of the newer like as. It's going to be kind of a rolling thing where, you know, we have a hard cutoff right now at 99, but, you know, we, maybe we'll start to tri- trickle in some cars mm. from the early. I have a hard time with 99 myself. <laughs> I think 95 but, is the cutoff. But E39 M5, you want to have yeah. like, you know, maybe an S2000 in the mix. Like sure. those are starting to become modern classics. So like we can do something like that. But like the whole Litwood thing was a joke. I did think of a 70s Radwood name, Roachwood. Roachwood. Like mm. Roach Coach? Like smoking a roach. Yeah. That works. Yeah. Yeah, that works. But I wouldn't want to go to that show. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just just smoking little tiny joints like all, with <laughs> yeah. tweezers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like inhaling them. I have a beard, dude. I don't know. That's kind of sketchy. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, Matthew Merritt says, when moving to a new city, LA, how should one prioritize cars? Get a place with a garage and far out to fit everything or consolidate to one classic and a motorcycle. Vehicles are an FJ62 Land Cruiser, 69 Dotson Roadster, an R53 Mini and a Vespa. Dang. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, okay, so basically, should he get a place that can hold all those cars or get into a cooler place to live? But mm, that's a really, that's a conundrum. Well, I'll tell you this much. I mean, the only places I would live in LA are the cooler kind of like den. Venice and stuff yeah, like, like that. Yeah, I would yeah. have to sacrifice, like, because I mean, living out anywhere else is kind of gnarly <laughs> i wouldn't want to live in the valley yeah i mean i guess there's some Dude, nice places definitely in get, like there's Pasadena. a ton of nice places yeah. in the hills and stuff 
Yeah, but yeah. that's not that's not necessarily cheaper. No, no. no. Um, like he's talking about out and like Pasadena or but Pasadena's like, nice. Pasadena, that's what I'm thinking. Like you could pull that off, but then you're not in LA proper. Yeah, like, you're just why even live there? You know, you're like basically like I don't know. He has to move there for work or something. Yeah. Who knows his reasons? Mm. That's a really tough one. Yeah, I'd have a hard time. I think I would want the space. I would go with a bigger place to yeah fun cars. Yeah. Live Still. like in uh, Watts, maybe. What? Like some Dude, because Watts? they have spacious <laughs> homes there, and it's close to the city, you know, and it's cheap. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I'd I'd sacrifice some cars to live in a nicer area for sure. Yeah, I would. I just hate L.A. So yeah, but I wouldn't mind living like in Venice or something like that. Yeah, that's the thing. In the is neighborhoods like, there with L.A. It's like you want to be in. How do I put this? You want to like sort of set roots in the place that you want to be because you don't want to move around in LA. Like get, getting to places is such a pain in the ass that like you almost want to like lock yourself into whatever that area is and just live there. So it'd be nice to have a big spacious place. With mm. But then you're, where are you? But then you're out in freaking San Fernando Valley. Yeah, exactly. Right? So like it's not ideal. Yeah, I'm um, Pomona. Yeah, I guess like Orange County's got some decent. Like, I mean, it's not too bad, but then you're really far from. Like, I love, I love everyone listening right now who's in Orange County. They're like, Dude. <laughs> no, or- Orange County's fine. It's just that you're really far from the good roads. He's got the oh, R53 oh. Mini, so yeah. like, if he wants to sacrifice like driving, fu- like yeah. you know, maybe he can rock that language. Which car would out. you sacrifice first? I would say the R53 Mini. Yeah. So he's got a Datsun Roadster, huh? Datsun Roadster and uh, FJ something. <laughs> Um, I've never driven a Datsun Roadster. Neither. Do you have any Datsun Roadster experience? I photographed them, but have not driven one. Yeah. I wonder if they're really rinky dink. I bet they're They're really small inside. They're super tiny inside. Like I'm shoulder to shoulder. I'm like five foot nine, so I'm not the tallest person. And I sat in one, and I felt claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. And it had a hard top, so I was like, no. Yeah. So this is gonna be a weird. This is kind of my my deal on this. If he prefers off road, kind of like desert driving he can keep the fj do orange county and drop the sports cars because there's all the desert what, what is there in orange you go county straight, you go dude san Dimas, bro <laughs> no you just go there's like all that desert southeast of there or straight southeast east, straight yeah east. like so you're getting away from the madness away from the traffic but if he wants to go driving roads you have to go way north close to angeles crest right so um I don't know. It's a weird one. Matthew, oh. Matthew, basically, we don't know. Dude, just move to like street park some cars. Just deal with it. Dude. I, I have some advice. Yeah. My husband and I combined have like 10 or 11 vehicles. Scatter them at your parents' house. See? <laughs> at your friends' houses. It's, anywhere you yeah. can get them. It sounds like just put them there. It sounds like he's definitely like, transplanting. So yeah. may not have the uh, established parking zones that, True. Yes. that you True. do. Sacrifice, move to a cool spot where you can network and meet cool people and keep the cars that are going to be most aligned with your life. Just go down mm-hmm. to two cars. You can street park one, have the yeah. other one in your... Just buy a compound at the Salton Sea. Oh, wow. <laughs> or, just put, or just rent one of those spots at uh, Matt Farah's new place. They're only like $7,000 a month or something like that. Yep. Perfect. KM Grace says, uh, <laughs> this is his updated question. What should I Turo in Napa? So now it's he's whittled it down, and it's actually what much better than we thought. Yeah. Oh, it's like a real list now, yeah. right? V8 Vantage, uh, okay. that's a good Aston one. Martin, 991 Porsche, 718 good Boxster, good Maserati Gran Turismo, all oh. convertibles. P.S. Oh. He's really psyched for Radwood and Philly. See y'all soon. By the way, Redemption, you called me a dummy for suggesting these cars because he originally said yeah. a Miata and a Boxster, right? Yeah, but then he's going like, well, you know, you should really look into he's a, a Pagani. <laughs> no, yeah. he didn't. Yeah. I said an Aston Martin. You get convertible Hoyara now, so I mean. <laughs> I said an Aston Martin, right? Like, there it is. Yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I but he did say Miata or yeah, he Boxster. Did. He did throw out some cheap cars. Right. He's still saying Boxster, but it's a new one. Um, okay, so V8 Vantage. 991 718 or Gran Turismo? Uh, I mean, I I really want. I, I mean, 991 is the best car. Yeah. But what for what he's doing, though? That's the thing. There's no. What really is he doing? Good. Driving to roads. Napa driving for Napa. a wedding oh, or something. Vantage. Yeah, right? Vantage. Pull I think up so, the too. winery in a Vantage? I think so, too. Vantage. Yeah, dude. And you got that soundtrack top down. Yeah. yeah. Revving V8. Yep. And it has a lot more presence than any of the other cars. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Although I 
I would not kick a Maserati out of bed. I'm just gonna say that. Right Those now. sound really good, and but they look shitty cars. Yeah, interior wise, True but they look that. they look pretty uh, good. Interior's not too. Just, uh, that doesn't look that great either. I don't know. It's got a very Italian aggressiveness to it. I just yeah, no, mm. I just don't know. It has the Ferrari <laughs> 4.3 liter or whatever, yeah, which sounds really motor. good. Yeah, yeah, but. The Vantage is way cooler looking. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, I feel like the Maserati is almost like a little poserish, kind of like, oh, I have money. I just need to get a car with status. And the Aston's sort of like the kind of, as you said last time, the low key kind of cool choice. Like you have to really, you, you know, it has more class and like, I don't know. It's, yeah. It's a cool car. I mean, I've driven around in Vantages a little bit. I'll admit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I've been known to drive a Vantage or two. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty pretty sweet ride to to pull up to a restaurant in or something so i think i think napa is all about that and i think the sound of the vantage will be so is there there's no back seat in a a v advantage there is not in a grand turismo there is Oh yeah, nine nine one there is too. So but why is he oh, a backseat? In that box of wine back there? Yeah, loading yeah. <laughs> up cases. What do you need this backseat for? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to convince you guys to buy a Maserati. Uh, all right, so you should you you run a shop, and you're trying to convince people to buy a Maserati. I'm just to well, rent one. I'm I mean, not shit. saying you I, buy I rented one. I rented that. Um, he went out of it. He went across the country to rent one. He didn't even rent a me. real Maserati. And that, that, that was a great car for what we were doing. Like, I'm oh, not, yeah. I'm not knocking it. Like, to how be come honest, you didn't get a convertible? Mister, I love looking at the trees. That's all that was He available. went to go see Foliage <laughs> in Vermont. You know what car I really oh, that wanted? Sounds nice. And they freaking pulled it on us was an SL, an AMG, like uh, an SL63. Yeah. And that was the that car. That would have been a great and, choice. Like, that would be great. So that's why we ended up going. Actually, I changed my answer. SL. Take an SL instead. There is no SL on his list. <laughs> but that's a good option, though. Cam Grace, if you can hear me. The VA Vantage is where it's at. Rent an yeah, SL Vantage. 65. Yeti Overland says, do I get lane hate for not painting my Steelys white on the new work truck? Oh, because I said I recommended white? Uh-huh. No. What did you choose? I hope I don't know. gray would be cool. Uh, I was going to say gray, but his his drawing... His, he like, painted him gray. Oh, that's cool. Smoke he, gray. His original, like... I don't know what it was like mock-up of gray, black and white. The gray looked awful. So that's the only reason I didn't pick it because it looks really good. His mock-up looks really bad, but gray is a great color. That's I think nice. that's awesome. Yeah. I like it. That's uh, probably what I would choose too. I just said white to be bold. Yeah. Third, oh, third yeah. gen forerunner with, yeah. uh, with gray steelies. I was picturing like a, like an old school, like sixties work truck. I, so I was picturing, gray, yeah. I was thinking doing like a red line tire or something like that could be, mm. really good. by the way, a good choice on the, uh, truck too. I'm, I'm a big fan of these. I've already talked That's about that. That's Yeti Overland. Yeah. Did he he's the stuff. one that built that crazy camper, right? Tacoma. Yeah. That thing's insane. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he like built the whole frame and everything. JP Sella says, shopping for a new daily, thinking new GTI, but needs to be an auto so my better half has access to use. Have you ever driven the DSG? Opinions. Thanks. I hate the DSG more than anything. It has so... I can't. I don't want to get too far into it, but you hit the throttle and and drive, and nothing happens initially, and then it like surges. What car? Jetta Golf. Brand new GTIs. Yeah. Well, not GTI, but dude, they're pretty good. I can't stand it. Worst ever. I don't know, dude. Lance is pretty like good. So Warren doesn't know he's no, dude. <laughs> Warren will be like, "Yeah, it was like a 2010, dude." <laughs> no. Okay, it's like a first gen A3. Like me too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, DSG across the board. I'm out. Uh, DSG is pretty good. I had a TDI with DSG, and it was a great transmission. Shifted really fast with downshift into turns. Did everything great. Like way better than any conventional. No surge off the line? I mean, no. So Way better than any conventional automatic I've ever owned. So we mentioned APR earlier. Like one good thing about those is that they're tunable too. So you yeah, can that's probably true. To yeah. shifting, you, all that stuff, you know, so you can make them more drivable. You can make them sportier. Yeah. So if that's what he's going for, um, they're definitely workable. I, I would not choose a DSG for any reason. I mean, he's saying but, he needs an automatic. But if he so, needs it, that's what I'm, yeah. You're saying you wouldn't choose a DSG, meaning you wouldn't choose an automatic, automatic not a DSG. Right, yeah. So yeah, yeah, you got to like. He, looking at what he's looking for, he's looking for a fun, everyday, better than, better practical car. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a good choice. I mean, I'm a GTI lover, as you know. Uh, Not but, a hater? 
Well, <laughs> I feel like my GTI is like the best all-around car you could buy. It's pretty for a sports car, you know, it kind of hits all the checks all those boxes. So especially I think, at that price point, it's ridiculous. yeah, and a lot of people like a lot of people swear by the DSG over the manual. I mean, that's they're idiots. But <laughs> I've heard about I've heard of that for the Golf R. I haven't heard about that or yeah, that. For the come on, why would it yeah. be for the Golf R too? It's same same thing, right? That's that's what I've heard. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe more power. I don't know something with the engine characteristic. Um. Yeah, but I agree with you. I think it's 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 if that's what he wants, I mean, it's a good choice, especially at that price point. Like, what other good automatic is there for twenty five Gs? You know, for a good yeah. sporty car. Mazda three. Mazda three. If you get the two point five in a manual, mm-hmm. you will not be disappointed. But he's not, but he's looking for an automatic. The, okay, so the automatic is it CVT? I don't know. No, it's an automatic. No, it's okay. an automatic. Mazda has a nice which is automatic. A point that I made when I bought the car because yeah. I did not want a CVT. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. The car is, I mean, I have the two liter, so granted it's the slightly slower one, but it's pretty nimble and yeah. it's got a little bit of kick. Um, but if you had like some nicer suspension on it and mm-hmm. you could really enjoy that car, it'd be a fun runaround for sure. I like it. No, they're really good cars. They're really nice. They're fantastic. I love them. Um, the only, I guess the other alternative would be like a, like a two series with a ZF eight speed or something. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Um, the ZF8 speed is a really good transmission, a really good automatic. Yeah, you're looking at a lot more money. But that's yeah. a different, yeah, exactly. So that's a different price point. So. Yeah. And you're only looking at a two door. Right. And so GTI is going to get a four door. He's having a full family car. Yeah. Front wheel drive. I don't know. Uh, Reed Kim says, I would just like to thank, thank you all. My husband listens religiously, and your podcast has made a marked difference in our home. He no longer tells me to stop swearing so much. It's fucking amazing. Thank you. <laughs> she doesn't say wow. who her husband is. Thanks. Yeah. That's awesome, though. Um, please send us a picture of your husband's altar. If it's uh, religious, I want to see a DWP <laughs> altar. What does that look like? <laughs> uh, thank you very much. And uh, we will continue to fucking curse as much as we can. Uh, Racing Ali says, hi, Courtney. Hi, Ali. That's all he says. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what would be your dream car and or location to shoot? So does he mean the car and the location? Car together? and location. So dream car first. What's what's your... Uh, to photograph. Yeah. Um, I'd say anywhere in the Alps of Austria. Mm-hmm. Good, good answer. And there's a specific place that I'm thinking of, and I cannot remember the name because I'm awful at German. Mm-hmm. So forgive me for that. But it's in Austria. I know that. Oh, I think it's a Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. You're right. <laughs> um, and honestly, keep it simple, like a an M1 or E9. Like nothing too crazy. Those those are cars. Which I one? Really... E1, E9 or M1? I'm gonna go with the M1 over yeah. the really E9. over yeah. E9. Huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's a great choice in Austria. That's pretty Alps. good. That would be any color amazing inca Ooh, Ooh, nice yeah dude i wonder if that exists i've never seen one you remember they um what is it oh my gosh what's the place i'm thinking of the local fantasy um, junction yes fantasy junction had an inca m1 really oh. yeah and it was i don't know if they inca? still have it i don't oh. know if it was original but it was inca that is awesome yeah good. it was Can, pretty sweet did it have like a brown like. interior or a tan interior i don't remember i saw it from like across the i room. saw an inca car at Blackhawk Cars and Coffee like two years ago. An M1? Yeah, an M1. Oh, so as you're talking about, oh, I wonder if that exists. He's just like quiet over here too. (laughs) No, I was like trying to process like (laughs) where I saw it. I'm like, oh yeah, there it is. uh, Actually, didn't Knepa have an Inca one? I don't know. No. But this one was a, the guy actually, I talked to him for a bit because he imported himself. Like it was a full on gray market import back in the 80s. Uh, but yeah, it was, I think it was brown or tan interior, which I thought was kind of a weird combination with the orange. Like I would want a black or a darker color, you know? Yeah. Mm, pretty common of the era though. Yeah. Uh, Jay Palau 13 says, love your work. He's talking to you, by the oh, way. Oh, thank you. Uh, he doesn't love our work. <laughs> can you, <laughs> can you tell us about the 240 build? Any advice for Dotson hunters out there? Um, so well, I guess you need to tell listeners what you have and... Yeah, um, so I have a 73 240Z, and I don't know that I'd really call it a build because it's pretty simple for what it is. It's just on Panasports. It's been, like, mechanically refreshed, so coil radiator, a bunch of, like, nice little upgraded bits, but nothing that's, like, crazy. Um, So that's that. The car is pretty simple. As far as 
advice for Dotson Hunters Go? Are you looking to buy one? Is that what I'm understanding? I think he is, yeah. Okay. Um, we'll get ready to see a lot of... What was that? Motorcycle? That's a motorcycle. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, the the Zs are obviously going up in prices. Everybody and their mothers know. Um, so just I guess be prepared to kind of buy one that has a little bit of TLC that needs to be done. Um, I mean I I would expect to look anywhere in like the six to ten range for something that's not horrendous. Like worth owning. Yeah. And you any, can uh, still get a 240 for that? Well, maybe not a 240. You're probably looking into like 260 maybe yeah. I, if you can find one. But the 280s seem to be kind of surging too. Like people are catching on that there's only so many 240s uh -huh. that you can find. So the 280s seem to be. Any uh, year or certain features to look for? Like uh, are any better than others as far as 240s go? I mean, because I've you, heard Series One cars, people are really into those, and you get a lot of Series One purists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's kind of that early car thing. I think Series One of like thinner metal, actually, mm. and there's a couple other little things. Mm -hmm. So if you notice, like Series One car, One cars, I learned some Eric Campana. Uh, series One cars will always be like tattered. Down, you look down the door, and they're like super tattered. Okay. Yeah. Where yeah. the Series Two had a little bit thicker gauge metal they use mm -hmm. and stuff and they they tend to hold up a little better so when my husband makes me feel bad because he has a series one and i don't i guess so. this is what i get to use against him. <laughs> i had a series one well and uh i sold i bought it for 275 dollars and it was and it was original paint perfect like bumpers <laughs> don't feel bad it was in college yeah 40 all right 35 yeah 35 years ago but and, one thing, uh, I mean, in terms of like hunting, I mean, mm -hmm. those cars rust, right? So you yes. want to be like crazy. Right. Oh, so you that's check, one thing you want to look for. Check the battery trays, check the floor pans, check the, the hatch, um, like the hatch deck. Bottom because that's where water tends to run and pool. Mm -hmm. And those are, those are not. How's yours? Mine's totally good. That yeah. was like, I, I asked those specific questions to the seller when I bought it. And he sent me like awful toaster pictures, but yeah. like I could still see that it was clean. Where did it come from? It came from Medford, Oregon. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's a good spot. Yeah, yeah, not bad, not, not too wet. Yeah, the other thing too, I would say, I mean, pre I mean, seventy-five and older, right? Because then you end up yeah. with yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, here in California, shit. which um, Julian is, yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, and even the seventy-threes, they had a little bit of like smog plug up, like they added new equipment and stuff mm. for for that moving forward. And then like the the 280s are just heavier in general and you have to smog those so it's kind of like a lot of downsides yeah they made i think they made 75s and that but mm -hmm. there there are very few of them yeah and then, exactly like, yeah my dad had a 77 and it, those have the big bumpers and yeah. all the smog shit. but the 77 had this i think it was 150 horsepower or something it was the same horsepower as the 240s but it was heavier i can't it's been a while well they were 150 a 240 i believe was right. 150 yeah horse. it's 150. so i think yeah I, all i remember is like in 77 it either matched or or exceeded the power of the 240 after I know, think it like after several years right, yeah. because right. of all the smog and yeah. a bigger displacement motor bigger displacement motor but and heavier too so. yeah and I, I remember hearing I don't know I've heard people say like the quality went down on the cars in the later 70s in what as way? Like, well like interior like, like kind of just build fit and finish kind of oh, stuff so I don't know if that's a thing i mean it might have been a lot to do with like the smog stuff and reliability stuff too yeah, i know my my dad had bought one my dad bought one new i think and like a 260 yeah and he had a lot of issues with it basically mm. um who's your daddy rs goes on to ask when did you know you wanted a 240z and what is it you love about z's so it's a really funny and slightly embarrassing story but um, I got my 240Z back in 2014, which is not that long ago. But uh, in the, the few years before that, I, I was kind of getting into cars more and actually learning about them. And that was when I was really building up um, in photography and all of that. And initially I saw the 350Z and like me back then, I, my taste has dramatically changed since then. But I saw a 350Z, I thought it was so cool. And then my boyfriend, now husband at the time, was like, well, you know there's like stuff before the 350, right? Because <laughs> he knew I liked older cars. And I was like, no, what? what is it? And so he showed me a 240 and I was just, it was like literal heart eyes on a cartoon <laughs> character. Like that was the moment I knew I had to have one. Um, 
So it it took about a year, and then we started looking for one. Did and he already have his? No, no. Okay. He he had a five ten. So he just... copied you. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yeah, he copied me, even yeah. though he has a series one. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it took. I hear the metal's a lot thinner, and they're kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know suck. they're not so great, are they, Dustin? Huh. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it it took a good I don't know six to eight months to like really search for a car. Yeah. I had some leads that fell through like there was an ex-scarab car that i wanted to buy it was orange it was beautiful and that sold before i even looked at it um and then i found this craigslist listing in oregon and there were like two photos posted the description was way too good to be true so i was like okay yeah right i'll just Mint. try it we'll see what happens Restored. and it worked out yeah cool. no, it worked out is it original paint so when i bought it the guy the guy truly didn't answer many of my questions um he said it was partially resprayed oh, okay and i don't quite know what that means because we still just pan different yeah, panels it's, and it's, stuff? it's mostly original yeah, yeah yeah that's cool that's awesome yeah i mean you know our friend eric campana mm -hmm. yeah his is the same kind of way car, so he has yeah. like you know different panels have been resprayed and yeah. stuff but his mom bought it brand new so mm -hmm. he knows that's even more special it, though yeah. like that's amazing yeah uh, Bill Midstagram says pet peeves of run-of-the-mill Instagram car pictures and then favorite analog camera and third question favorite slash fun way of displaying car prints that's a good question mm. so pet peeve of run-of-the-mill Instagram car pictures I, I can oh, we have oh, I can go off for days. I mean I don't hear yeah Courtney. do you want to start a rant or like <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what, what are yours this is what we do I mean so okay this this is just something off the top that really this bothers me. This can all me. be directed to Bradley Brownell. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, people who never deviate from like the standing in front of the car, like from your perspective looking down. Mm. People who never deviate from shots like that, where it's just you're standing point and shoot over the car. Never get down on a knee. You never change your perspective. You never like you don't get creative essentially with your your vantage point, and that drives me nuts because it limits you so much. Mm. Um, but also what kills me is like mega HDR. Yeah. Like that is the stuff of my nightmares. Mm -hmm. And people will sometimes take my photos and apply HDR oh, or like oh, the worst. Put Instagram filters on it. And it, yeah. That's, it's not mm -hmm. as popular now as it was like eight years ago though. The it HDR stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was just like slider all the way yes. back then. Yes. What's yeah. brutal is when they do that and then they still tag you. So people yep. think that's oh, your yes. photo. That's the yes. worst, right? It's like then, <laughs> then, then. Well, it's it's a tough thing because they're right they have the courtesy to tag you so you don't have to yell at them for that and they obviously like your work and they like your work yeah. but and then the thing is is you don't know if they applied the filter or if they found it somewhere right. else and then it's like who do you yell at like <laughs> whose manager can i talk to to figure this shit out right right um okay uh favorite analog camera um i love so many analog cameras i I would probably just say my FM2, my Nikon FM2. I just carry that around everywhere I go, and it's reliable. It shoots good photos. The light meter is still accurate, so that's nice. So shameless plug, you shot our Cars and Coffee with that camera like a month ago or so? I did, yeah. Um, so where is that published? I know you, you, you scan the stuff. so Yeah, that's on my blog. So if you just go to CourtneyCutchinPhotography.com, just hit the blog tab, and you might have to scroll a little bit now, but it's there. You don't yeah. have that on your main landing page hero. i can create a page special for you guys if you want. it's like her hero image on her, on her, main yeah. her avatar yeah um we got no pet peeves on the on the pictures we got to throw some in there well too. mine is yeah. not capturing the entire vehicle in one frame oh, yeah. absolutely insane okay. that drives me well if you're yeah. going for the whole vehicle right you well no no exactly right. artistically right. get a section Take, but let's say or it's yeah. even like you swipe through four photos and none of them have the entire vehicle yes and they're obviously trying to get that so I, I feel like we got to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, of course, people are shitty at framing cars. But when you do, mm -hmm. when you do um, uh, swipe or whatever. Yeah, like multiple frames. It, like people it, forget or don't it know that crops you, can, it. you could press a little thing on the lower left-hand corner that zooms oh, yeah, out yeah. so you can yeah. see yes. the whole picture. Yeah, it doesn't need to be square. It doesn't need to be square. Yes. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people do that, that. when oh they share gosh. photos. They'll just share a square one. Yep. Well, and it's like when the car literally takes up every corner, uh, it feels abrasive and it looks awful 
my big i mean i literally i will jump out of i like start going <laughs> mental is when a bumper is like touching the edge yes. oh my and i'm just God. like ah i get all crazy <laughs> and i start has, like no kidding, i start Lane has cutting my wrist he's, i think yeah. he might have called me a couple times about that yeah, specific yeah. thing did you see that dude, picture yeah I, I, dude I, because a lot of times it's you know you can't fault someone someone's just taking a picture with an iphone or something mm-hmm. like it doesn't need to be artistic it doesn't need to be a great photo it just needs to be a photo yes like take two steps back take a picture of the car and put it out there like you don't need to like have one bumper touching and one bumper halfway cut off it's just yes and and if you don't know what you're doing then don't break the fucking rules because (laughs) like don't do these dutch angles don't apply all these stupid filters just take a picture of the car dutch angle angle is when you basically tilt your cam your camera a little a little bit or a lot of or, bit. or a lot of bit or like yeah. or like yeah like those are the best where it looks like it's about to just 90 degrees rocket yeah, off into yeah. the sky yeah. to get to get the whole car in the frame where, rather than stepping back and having your horizon straight just have your horizon straight if you don't know what just, you're doing in, in, in- you're taking a picture of something. You're trying to show what it is, right? Yes. Especially as you're saying, if you're not fancy, if you don't, if you're not, no, you're not trying to be. Our... You're, yeah, you're not a photographer. You just want to yeah. show what you're taking a picture of. Step back, but yeah, one thing that drives me absolutely insane though is that like, I think a lot of people, and I've heard people tell me this, or heard people tell me this. I've had people <laughs> tell me this. I listen. See, I listen one um, time. I've I've heard people say this, and people have told me this specifically, but. They'll say, oh, well, I was at this event and there were people standing there or there was another car there. It's like, take, forget about that shit. That's the environment. That's where it is, right? Like, that's fine. Include the people, include the car. Like, that's where it is, you know? Like, so they try to crop it and then they end up with a super constrained, like really suffocated image, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, instead of showing the ambiance. Yeah, a lot of times if I'm at a show or something like that, you take a picture, like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, trying to get out of my shot. I don't care if you're in the shot. I like you in the shot. A lot of times, you know, I like having that depth and them maybe being closer and kind of bokeh it out and all that stuff. Yeah. That's like part of the the whole image and the atmosphere where you are. And a lot of these people are trying to hide the fact that they're at a car show or at a, you know, we're in a parking lot or whatever. It's, it's like in my early days of shooting, especially at events, I'd get so pissed off. Like I, I would get so mad because you're people waiting to get a because I'm waiting shot. and waiting. But then I realized I'm like, this is the point of it. So mm-hmm. I started just making it a game. I'd shoot around people. I'd use yeah. them to frame the car. Like it's fun. Yeah. there are ways to do it. A hundred percent. Even if you just have an iPhone, yep. yeah. there's ways that if anything, that helps you be more creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why they always say like, get a 50 mil and just like yeah, shoot yeah. because you have to physically move mm-hmm. and get like creative kind of shots yeah you know rather than just you know zoom in and take a picture of just the car yeah uh last question favorite fun way of displaying car prints so do you is your house uh, covered in car photos okay I haven't even gotten all of our wedding photos from like over a year ago printed so um no, <laughs> but I do enjoy printing them because it's fun. Um, I'm not a huge printer. Like, I don't get that into it, but... Like 8 by 10 There are cool ways that you can do it where, like, for example, if I have a shoot of an individual car, I can go through, I'll pick, like, an establishing shot, maybe, like, something that shows the whole car pretty well, and then I can take little detail shots in addition to that and maybe make some kind of framed collage or something, like, mm-hmm. if a client wants something like sure. that. Um, there's a whole bunch of ways you can do it, but, yeah. So it's, like, contractor's house is the worst house on the block kind of thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I can totally see, or, or maybe what you do is you print them all out and then scatter them on your kitchen table and then take a digital picture of that and then publish oh, that. Is that, is that yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> is that a fun way to do it? Otto Kennel says, how come artsies can pronounce foreign words with perfect accent and pronunciation, but struggles with English? <laughs> Because it's more entertaining. No, it's because we don't know the foreign word that he. So we just like take it you that he's saying, yeah, he's saying it correctly. Uh, it's got to be right. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Meanwhile, he's saying words like Toyota. Yeah, Chrysler. <laughs> uh, Beamer lover says he did struggle with Weinstefaner the other day. So that's that beer. Oh, the you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Keith refused. Uh, says Courtney, any other car you aspire to owning or building in the near future, and if so, what car? I don't know that it's necessarily the near future, but I'd really, really love to have an E30 M3 uh-huh. eventually. 
eventually. I want like a really clean, just alpine mm. on black, just very simple. That was ACSs my... would be great. That um, was my most overrated car choice. <laughs> oh, have you, have rude. You driven one yet? Uh, yeah, I have driven one. You mm. like it? I do. I know right. a lot of oh, I interesting. Know a lot of people complain about them. That's all that matters. If you like it, it, they're very pretty and they're awesome. I mean, that I you know, but we did on our Patreon. Uh, comes, Art and I both picked it as well, the most it overrated. Oh, no, to, Art's own one too. To value. Uh, yeah, it's just that it's overrated in the sense that like you know. Yeah, what 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 you're expecting, and I think overall, like for us, like it's such on a crazy pedestal, and they're so oh, valuable now. Like, yeah. So you get into that, and it's like, really, okay. Like, no, know, like, I I yeah. do not approach it that. Like, yeah. I know what it is. I don't expect anything crazy, and I'm I think I'm pretty laid back when it comes to cars. Like, I'm pretty easy to please. I think. Mm. Um. So I don't I don't really look. I can for... tell by that. Uh, nineteen. Uh, what is it? <laughs> I'm just gonna throw out some ridiculous <laughs> wow. car. Wow. By your 1993 Mercury Topaz out there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, my pride uh, and joy. No, yeah. I think you know, I had a I had an Alpine white over black, uh, and I had a, it was it had an S50 in it. And oh, okay, like, nice. And I I thought it was a good motor for the car, except that yeah. the handling was kind of crap because okay. it was heavier up front and everything. Okay, yeah. I yeah. never got around to like sorting it out, but yeah, they're definitely sexy cars. Well, so it's that, or if I want to go older, like my classic aspiration is a 3.0 CSI. Ooh, so nice. that that would be like if like mm. if we got rid of our touring, mm -hmm. that would probably be what replaces it. That's nice. awesome. That's a great choice. That's uh yeah on my top ten most I, beautiful cars. And yes. I have a feeling that when Lane was surprised when you said M1 over the E9 because the mm. E9 is such a beautiful car, you know, oh, and like amazing. so shooting that with like that epic backdrop where like the M1 is like it's not a sexy car. It's really cool. I think it's like very impressive and and interesting of the era, but like. Mm -hmm. But it's not a really sexy car, whereas the E9 is just so pretty, you know? I can see I it, though. The M1 that. almost maybe could, it could be almost like that beautiful car and in, 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 then with a ruined porn background in a way. Well, well, like in the Alps, yeah. having the M1 Well, the M1 is, is maybe so edgy. And edgy so compared angular. to the soft. Is, like, yeah. And I feel like that against like really soft hills and mm -hmm. like mountain yeah. structuring. So that's like, really nice, yeah. And plus having it in Inca would be like a huge pop against yeah. like green yeah. and white. So like that's the primary reason i chose that but other mm. otherwise it'd be an e9 for sure because yeah. that's ultimate <laughs> and all that chrome right oh yeah i yeah. was gonna say yeah and like find a hillside full of like california poppies and i'm like oh wait california. <laughs> <laughs> they don't exist. you can photoshop them yeah uh, that's right uh sonnet 43 says what about a coastal range rally on another coast we're down yeah that is something we have discussed so that would be a different coast rally we're gonna call it right yeah, uh, or another be? coast rally, <laughs> <laughs> other other coastal other coastal range. Uh, super down. We'll, we'll get on that right away. Porsche Lover one seven nine, jonesing for a Datsun Roadster to go with your Z, and I assume that's your husband. Uh, five ten. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, like I said, the Roadsters make me feel claustrophobic, so I don't. Yeah. Th and my husband's like six foot three, six foot four, so uh, Roadsters not, not really in the cards. For right. Me. Mm. But it would be nice. Um, <clears throat> Tom Neal eight three one says, "What's the biggest coincidence you've ever encountered?" <laughs> oh, Tom! In general, huh? Not car related. Nope. <laughs> Doesn't say anything about cars. Just coincidence in general. Um, well, Courtney's husband bought my E thirty sport seats from me like two years ago. Totally unrelated. Yeah. Like, we didn't, didn't know. Didn't know. I didn't know she was famous. And, um, <laughs> oh, you throw that word. <laughs> she, Dude, you could have, you could have like pumped, uh, hyped up the price, right? I mean, if you oh, did. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. Um, so there's, there's a coincidence. And in fact, I've heard there's no big or small coincidences. They're just all coincidences. Oh, I would wow. agree with that. Yeah. Mm, none, none are, there aren't more impressive ones. No. Like super gnarly convoluted ones. Tell like, me. I'm trying I think to think. Those are conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> yeah, those are good ones. Damn. Like dude. when 9/11 happened, they were running a oh, a 9/11. Wait, you're that guy? No. Like <laughs> training exercise that was practicing for such an event. But they probably do that every day. Do they, Lane? Yeah, I bet they do. <laughs> do they? <laughs> Uh, but this one was George Bush. You know? oh. Like there's this whole angle, you know. Um, I have a cool, pretty 
interesting coincidence. We'll be the judge of it. Recently. Go on. Go on. Wait, wait, what? He we'll always we'll the judge of it. He always prefaces like, here's <laughs> a funny like, story. Funny story. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's hear it first. I, I already I already mentioned this, but it's recent, so it's fresh on my mind. Um, so we were at uh, Radwood at Road Atlanta, you know, at Radwood Grid Radwood at Grid Life, sorry. And uh, our buddy We don't uh, match in Grid Life. Uh Beeline Coffee. Uh, naked Beeline Coffee uh, is like, hey, after the event, you got to go to my buddy's shop. He's got like a really sweet fabrication shop. Oh, yeah. And it's like amazing. You know, like you'll love it. And you got to meet this guy. He's like a cool dude. So we're like, all right, sweet. So we went into Atlanta and we went to the shop. And Super cool shop. A really rad. Awesome shop. shop and yeah. so there's this motorcycle on a stand that they're working on. And I'm like, that looks familiar. Was that at the quail? And he's like, yeah. Um, that's, was it Derek? Is it like, I think his name's Derek. Right? I think so. And they're like, oh yeah, that's Derek's bike. He's right there. We turn around and it was a dude that we had like a 45 minute long conversation with at the quail out here, totally unrelated. Like, so all of a sudden we're like in this tiny little shop in Atlanta in this guy's shop that we met at the quail totally like the you know, bike under, we were looking at the bike was we were looking sitting yeah. in the shop and, uh, and it was like our favorite bike, you know? So yeah. it was so rad. That's a coincidence. Yeah. And it wasn't like it was someone that we talked to and they listened to our show and they went to a Radwood or something totally like unrelated. that. Yeah, yeah. Like someone random, like yeah. we're not even really big motorcycle guys. Like we just went and like checked it out and that just happened to be one courtesy of, of bikes. Ben Rogat. That's right. Thank you. Ben Media. <laughs> um, yeah. How's that? That's pretty impressive. Is that a big That's... one or a medium? There are no large or small. What's the scale? I mean, <laughs> yeah, is it 9-11 to nothing? No, yeah. 9-11's up here. Yours is... You're almost to 9-11. That's right. Almost to 9-11. Any, any others that come to mind you quickly? Um, I mean, I that 2000 GT I shot recently, I yeah. saw it in Monterey at Gooding. And I was like, oh, cool, 2000 GT. That's yeah. real sweet. Um, and then I got an email a few weeks later, like, for, from Bring a Trailer saying, you know, hey, this 2000 GT is going up. We want you to shoot it. And so I shot it, I showed up and it's the same fucking car. And I was like, what is that? It's in Stevens Creek, Toyota. I'm like, how is this happening? That's pretty awesome. That's this cool. This is weird. I, yeah, I recognize that Dude, thing. Stevens Creek, Toyota has been picking up a lot of Radwoody stuff. Did you guys see, they have, a, no. they have like an, um, I don't know what year, like an 86-ish Toyota Tercel 4x4 all-track mm -hmm. wagon. What? In like Those absolutely are... perfect, like immaculate condition Those with are cloth so interior. Freaking cool! I think That's they want crazy. like twenty Gs for it. God, wow! Yeah. And so wait, they're picking this stuff up and selling it. Yeah, there's weird. That. And they have another car. What did I say? And they own that two thousand. The two thousand GT. Yeah. Well, it was funny because he was saying they weren't even there for that car. Like they just happened to be there and they saw it, and it was one of those things that it just happened. They price was right. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, it went a little for a little less than they thought. And uh, yeah. uh, Catch the Bus says, two-part question for Lane. One, why do you hate Ohio? <laughs> why do I hate Ohio? What do I say about Ohio? Two, have you been to Ohio? What do I say, what do I say about Ohio? <laughs> in an episode in the mid-200s, he says Ohio sucks, but doesn't elaborate. Oh, and yes, I've been listening to every episode Jeez. since number one. I'm currently... Because I know a bunch of people from Ohio, and they all suck. Wait, this is a loyal <laughs> listener, and you're just shitting Rick on Ohio. Rick Deacon, Brad lived there. All these people, they all suck. Tristan, Cam, Ohio. You, right? Yeah, right? Although I, I genuinely <laughs> like Cam. Um, and I might have, and I'm saying this maybe to kind of butter him up because I found uh, Carlos Sainz ST185 hood in Dayton, in Ohio, Dayton. a real one, and it's red. Mm. It's in good condition, and I might need someone. And by the way, it. why would I ever go to Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> why would anyone ever go to Ohio? I mean, because I don't know, man. Like you know, uh, Cincinnati's got like a rad, like artisanal, like uh, beer yeah, scene yeah. now. You know, yeah, yeah, for sure. They have really good wine. So everywhere else. <laughs> they have good vineyards. <laughs> uh, catch the bus. Thank you for listening. I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, thanks. Catch the bus. Brad4130 says, ask Courtney about her love for Teslas. Courtney, you like who Teslas? Who are you? Wait, she who, looked at us with a shocked this? look. That was, oh, that was really shocked. Oh, that was like, I mean, who is this person in my dreams? Like seeing an ex or something. Um, he has bikes. I just want to know how he knows my deepest, darkest secret that I can't stand Tesla. What's this guy? Oh, I know who you are. I haven't <laughs> talked to him in forever. Wait, so you do like How Tesla or you don't? No, I can't stand it. Okay, because Warren on the way here and I on the way here, we saw a uh, Model 3. We were just and, just and we were like, like horrendous. Gross. Look at that Get ugly out of thing. Here. It's horrendous. How dare and you. Warren made the statement like, I'm so over Teslas. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Okay, number one, I want to know how you know that. 
and I have a bad memory, so maybe it's a simple answer. But number two, yes, I I hate Teslas. Can you elaborate a little bit? I just think they're super overhyped. I mean, mm. there's so much. For one, they can't seem to meet their production numbers or their promises. And I don't. I'm not saying anything bad on Elon Musk. I I can't speak on that. But just the car itself, for what it is, I think it's very overhyped. I think it's overpriced. And for the problems that some of them are coming out with, I don't understand how you're paying $120,000 for a car that has mismatched door cards. Yep. It's it's almost, we've talked about it a lot, but it's it's almost like a cult. And yeah. it's like a, it's a status thing. And it's it's like, kind of like, like the way people are with Apple products. Totally. Right. Yep. It's, I mean, it's definitely like that. It's just like, they can do no wrong. We right. are backing them. This is the future. Fuck you mm-hmm. if you disagree. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to wait in line every single and time. They I don't care if there's water in my taillights. <laughs> well, and I don't know if you guys heard about that guy who was kind of rebuilding totaled Teslas. No. Or, or ones uh-uh. that had... So, I, I don't know if I'm remembering this completely accurately, but he was basically making a statement, and I think he has a YouTube series that he documents all of this, but he buys totaled Teslas fixes them like he got this one that had been completely submerged in a flood oh nice and he went through god, it god can you imagine lovely <laughs> no. oh no. my lord but he went through it was fixing everything and apparently tesla is super strict on repairs and any money that you spend on the car has to be done yeah. at a certain yeah tesla yep. body work is really strict place yeah well i guess it came down to they contacted him and basically told him you can't be doing this Oh, they're like, like the Monsanto of car companies, is what right, you're saying. Right, right. And I, yeah. I heard, I heard talk of some people were having their cars essentially disabled because they Whoa. were having repairs done, or they, they were messing with them in some yeah, way. Yeah, and I just, I would need to look it up again to have like all of the details. But sure, any anything like that is just super fishy to me, mm-hmm. and right. I don't understand how there's any brand loyalty there when, yeah. like, if my car has a problem, I have to take it to you. Or you're going to punish me. I've also heard stories about the huge lots of cars that are unfixable. Ooh, I haven't heard just about that. Just that are sitting there. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I feel like it's it's especially, well, especially here, right? I've actually done, re- you know, I've I've done repairs on Teslas. Yeah, you did. For Tesla. Work, right? Yeah, carbon yeah. fiber work. Well, didn't, didn't they sue Jeremy Clarkson? Now that I'm thinking oh, about it. Oh, they did because, us, please, because he... Yeah, it was something about like how quick the battery ran out or right, something. Right, he had criticized it for something. It was like, will a right, Prius a beat review? it around or, or track or something like that? Like, and, congratulations. Yeah. Yep. Um, but what's like, I think, I don't know how it is in the rest of the country, but I think here, because we're in Silicon Valley and it's, you know, there's a lot of techies and mm-hmm. I feel like people are really stoked to like be part of the R&D process because that's what it is. These yeah. are incomplete cars, right? right? So, and they're like, I'm contributing, I'm a beta tester, right? And yeah. so there's something there where people, there's an appeal, right? And mm-hmm. they're willing to deal with a BS because they get to, they get to like point out the problems or whatever. Right, it's, right. It's, it's a weird thing. It's but. also being like on the forefront of this like this thing from yeah. the future. Yeah. And it's saying like, I, you know, I've, well, I've wanted one since they came out and I got one, one of the, er, I was one of the early adapters of the model S and right, I got right. the first X and yeah, it had these problems, but you know, kind of like I'm saving the world. Mismatched yeah. door cards. <laughs> well, and one of my friends, <laughs> like one of my friends, his, his boss has one and the door handle, the driver's side door handle broke. And so, right. He had to climb through the other side of the car to get into the car. Well, he took it to a repair facility. Their literal fix for the time being was a zip tie cool. on the outside of the door handle to keep it because it's flush, right? Oh, right? So they yeah. put a zip tie on the outside so that it was no longer <clears throat> flush and you could use it. Oh, wow. If I went to like Toyota or <laughs> Mazda and they put a fucking zip tie on yeah, my yeah. car, I'd be like, fix this right now. Yeah. Like, this is not acceptable. You're Especially like, no, for give how much me I a... paid for this yeah, car. Yeah, exactly. Oh, can you imagine? And I bet they're super dorky. They're like, oh, look at this. They have a zip tie. They took yeah. They're like super into it, I bet. Like, it's, like, it's just as Lane said, they can do no wrong. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, Joe Polo 68 says, uh, Courtney, of all the things that can be photographed, what made you choose the petrol head? <clears throat> sorry, petrol head realm of cars and motorcycles. So why cars, I guess? I Is this mean, guy from England or something? 
<laughs> it's your boy joe <laughs> or oh. um i mean it's kind of like asking a wedding photographer why they chose weddings right yeah. it's something that you're interested in because you love you getting love. married i no. love getting married so many times <laughs> yeah. over and over again love the experience um, <laughs> it's a special day i just love love yeah. <laughs> i just love taking pictures of the shoes in the corner like with the white or the i, like I love pictures. i like to, yeah. i just yeah. like taking pictures of people jumping in the air <laughs> my favorite is the hands together only oh, really? oh, my I, goodness. I like it have you there's always the shoe picture with like people in the background have you seen that like what? it's like yeah shoe, yeah like I've seen yeah of course people. dude yeah. with the bokeh yeah, people yeah, yeah, in the back. yeah so is that the worst form of photography? <laughs> <laughs> and like it's always it's all like, washed out too, it's like right? To like super whitewashed out. Like, yeah. oh god, yeah. there's there's such a like formula to wedding photography. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I I tend to subscribe to like the journalistic style of wedding photography, which I shoot weddings occasionally, and that's how I handle it. But back to the back to the cars. Yeah, that's not the point. Wait, wait, um, journalistic style. I'm trying to picture how that yeah, is. Are people wearing Are you like interviewing? It's more real life, real <laughs> no. right? black jackets. You're interviewing no. the ring bearer. Like, it's, what brought you here today? It's basically real, real as, stuff. As right? little posed as yeah. you can be. It's mm. real. This is how my candid wedding day photos. was. Candid. Yeah, exactly. Cool. It's candid. Like my wedding photographer, Michael James Photo Studio. Plug. <laughs> Follow him. Um, he delete this uh, he, no don't you edit that out um he's very much a journalistic candid photographer and that's, that's so you did no poses uh, well i mean he, he there was kind no of directs, uh, they know, jumped off a log and <laughs> like, there, was there nose to nose looks yeah, or uh, how many times would close. you get your hair done like the getting the hair done oh the getting the hair done shots are <laughs> oh, with, with the mom in the background those are important <laughs> maid of honor whatnot <laughs> But uh, anyway, um, so cars. I, <laughs> you like I, cars? I liked cars, yeah, and yeah. that's what I chose. And I granted, I photograph other stuff, but cars are the bulk of it. It's what, what, I enjoy. what else do you photograph? Um, I'll shoot like lifestyle, like uh, branding campaigns and stuff. For I've done some work for companies here in the city, like like car leasing companies and stuff. Mm-hmm. If they do like a rebrand, they want a fresh set of photos, and that's yeah. So that's more people oriented, right? Uh, five ten frisk. No. Asks. <laughs> just no. That's my husband. Yeah. No. I can say that. How many pumpkins can you fit in a two forty Z? Well, this past weekend, I think we fit like six or seven. Whoa! But it wasn't even close to being full. They were probably just those little baby ones. No, the, well, one of them was huge, and then the other ones were decent size. They huh. were pretty big. So is huge the same as huge? Is that the same word? No. Yeah, for you it is. You're just not a word. <laughs> well, like the one was so heavy I couldn't hold it, which Whoa. doesn't say a lot because I'm very no, but, weak. No, but, but that's a big pumpkin. <laughs> it was a big pumpkin. But we could, I don't know, you could fit maybe 15 pumpkins back there. Hatchback, Dang. right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, 15 pumpkins. All right. Well, I, I got to look out for you because uh, I have a vanigan. We can fit a lot. Pumpkins yeah, well, he's got a 510 wagon, which oh, actually is smaller right. than your Vanagon. Never mind. <laughs> it's a pointless argument. Beamer Lover says, just like post-2000 automobiles, I really struggle finding music after 2000 that I like. Am I just an old fart, as my wife likes to state? Or would you all agree mm. that he's an old fart? There, there, uh, <laughs> there are so many Square Pusher albums published post-2000. So, uh, I still don't know what that strongly means. Disagree I, with the statement. Dude, I heard a Square Pusher song once. <laughs> No, man. Uh, Beamer Lover, listen to uh, Chris Stapleton, Queens of the Stone Age. Some Rat-a-Tat, maybe? What's Rat-a-Tat? Yeah, Rat-a-Tat's killer. Yeah. Rat-a-Tat, apparently. Um, do you have any post-2000s music recommendations? I mean, Come on. unless it's like some hipster shit. Yeah, bon let's Iver. hear some Bon Iver. Queens are good. Queens good. Queens of the Stone Age is good. Do you know what I just heard? It's it's Boniver. What? Don't do this. Wait, who's Bonner? They're not on the air. I know. I didn't know <laughs> that either. No, no, no. I didn't know. I don't bon- even know who Bar- they are. Say it again? I don't bon- want to say bon- it again. Bon- it might be, yeah. No bon- way, Iver. dude. Our buddy Mikey at Clutch Kick. Oh, yeah. Is a huge fan, and he said it nonchalant. I said, wait, what did you say? What kind of music oh, is this? Oh, no. Yes. Wait, is this like a, <laughs> is this like a Porsche, Porsche? Yeah. Kind of a thing? Uh, but I think... They pronounced mm. it that way. You're themselves. insulting their name by saying Bon Iver. I'm a bad fan. <laughs> no, I didn't know until I'm going to go back. Atlanta. To, I'm just going to say no music after <laughs> no 2000. No music after 2000. Johnny Cash, that's it. <laughs> um, Johnny Cash only. Fortet. Only. This is some Fortet. What's I think, that? I feel like he would like Fortet. 
Uh, he wears a lot of I don't know what he likes. Leather and metal bracelets. He has a lot of bracelets. Like... Queens of Stone Age, Eagles of Death Metal. Give it a yeah, try. Yeah, Eagles of Death Metal is good. Mm. Humor lover. Give it a try, man. You're not old. But that's that's literally like turn. That's like 2000 no. music. 2002 or They're still recording 2004. Okay, but all their good stuff was back then. Oh, right? listen to you. You don't know. Yeah, I did. What do you it's mean? Bon I've never heard of Bon <laughs> Just saying. I'm really shaken by that. I'm sorry. So you know, I don't uh, know if it's true, but that's what I heard. Not Don Cab. What was what was after Don Cab? What the Hello Black. Battles. Battles. Listen to Battles. He might like Battles. Math Rock kind of I don't know. Um the think. White Buffalo. I could see him liking the White Buffalo. The White Buffalo. Yeah. Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys listen to Kanye's new album? Kanye, you can listen to poop song. It was a redundant question because I don't <laughs> there's listen only, to no. Kanye I, I really don't like Kanye, by the way, but I really like Lamborghini Mercy. Ever heard this song? Oh, I misunderstood mm. that song for so many years. Wait, he has a, you know, he has a huge car collection, right? Um, he's just a fucking dipshit. But I really <laughs> like that song, especially with, in a system that has good bass. It bumps. That song is rad. It bumps. Yeah. Just throwing mm. it out there. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, <laughs> so I, I don't remember what lyric, but I heard it wrong, and my husband was like, "No, it's this." I'm like, "No, it's not." And then I listened, and it was blown. Yeah, so. Haley Yankos- Yankowski. Yes, I know her. Oh, okay. <laughs> Haley asks, "What do you think your life would be like if you hadn't found your love for cars or photography?" So I guess, what would you be doing if uh, cars and photography were out of the scene? Like, what what kind of work or where would you be? Um, I probably wouldn't have dropped out of college. <laughs> so you'd be um, a successful... I might still be in... I Well, I probably would be finishing college, depending on what I did. I always wanted to be somewhere in the, the veterinarian realm of mm, things, mm-hmm. just because I, I grew up on a ranch and always had animals, and uh, vet school sucks, so that's why that didn't happen. Um, but I don't know. I probably... Probably something in that realm. I truly yeah. don't know. Huh. I really don't know. That's cool. Veterinarian. Do you have pets now? Uh, we have reptiles because we can't have cats or dogs where we live right oh. now. So. Reptiles. Geckos. Oh, geckos are cool. Yeah. cool. Not like the gecko one. Um. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> we have guinea pigs in my house. <laughs> oh, those are cute. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Yours are like very social, right? They're always... Oh, they're social. Do they talk? Do they make like their little noises? They screech a lot when my daughter what? grabs them the wrong way. <laughs> she's just like, she's pretty hardcore. <laughs> and she puts like... them in an X, puts one on top of the other. <laughs> <laughs> just throws them on her arm and yeah. goes That's to the store. The MMA fighting guinea yeah. pigs. Um, my, so when I was in college down south, uh, one of our housemates left a blue-tongued skink. You know what that is? <gasps> I want one so oh, they're, bad. They're cool. That's my next yeah, so he, purchase. He's like, I got to, you know, I'm moving out of the, uh, out of the state. Someone take over. So I took over and uh, <laughs> imagine this scenario. Yeah, I so yeah, th- I have a little reptile experience. Yes, uh, pretty cool animal. Yes, we used to feed them small mice. They're very cute. Very yeah, they're cute. Hmm. <laughs> well, I guess that's subjective. But I had a rubber boa once, and it—that's uh, a type of snake, not an actual rubber boa—and it um, got out of the cage and never to be found again. Oh, sweet! That happened to one of my husband's geckos. In so it happens. Just yeah, so you know. my brother's like tarantula. No. no, no wonder you're afraid of spiders. At my mom's house, and we found it two months later amongst the stuffed animals in the yeah. corner oh and how many babies did it lay i don't know but <laughs> I was, it was still alive in your ear yeah. <laughs> i guess because they, they eat they can eat like you know flies and dust, stuff i don't know no they live on the evil that rages yeah. inside <laughs> probably them. yeah your yeah. dead oh. skin in your armpit and i'm like i'm so scared of spiders <laughs> i'm with you i, <laughs> so, I can't yeah. if it's bigger than this oh if it's no go i don't even care if it's yeah like, no, no he's go. like a daddy long legs guy yeah. um <laughs> richard chen says hi courtney what automotive photography trend or style do you think are overdone and in what direction will you be establishing your personal identity wow thanks for doing the e320 set for bring a trailer so this is richard chen yes he's, oh, he's selling that an coupe? awesome person yes he is he actually talked a lot about radwood when i shot that car <laughs> he was he was a fan yeah um 
I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Yeah. <laughs> At least like the first part of it. His uh, Instagram handle right now is Crazy Rich Chen. Oh yeah, I remember that. He changed it. <laughs> oh so that the author I was uh, I was just at the airport recently has like three different books and they're all like mm-hmm. that's all that same. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah like rich they're Asian, supposed to bring out yeah, like, three more yeah. or two more of those movies. So it's like, yeah. right I didn't see it. But. Uh, so what <clears throat> what automotive photography trend or style do you think is overdone? Played out. And what direction will you be establishing your personal identity? So for the trend thing, and I don't know if this is like just me, but I recall, I don't know, a few years back, like it was, it was a thing to, to just be all up on Instagram, famous cars, like rocket bunny, anything with a rocket bunny kit, like the, the trends, I think the trends of cars kind of set the trends of photography for for certain photographers if that makes sense because they want to shoot things that will get them likes that will get them followers and all of that stuff and that's well and good like that's fine but it Mm. bothers me when i see the same people shooting the same car i like it i I, we so we always throw out an aventador just as a joke because aventadors Mm -hmm. get a lot of likes we should start an aventador only account and see what happens oh my god it would be <laughs> the biggest sur- thing ever it would surpass dwa but yeah, overnight I, I think that yeah i think that sacrificing creativity for for just shooting a car that's big at the moment that's something that really bothers me hmm. but to each their own well said and that's a podcast that's it you're you're off the hook sweet until sunday i edition. like this podcast <laughs> thing. all right we'll see you guys next time Adios. Bye. Bye. Rick Deacon, Brad lived there. All these people, they all suck. Tristan, Cam.